This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Knowledge at Wharton on Business Radio. Here's your host, Dan Loney. If you were at a Starbucks uh, last week, you may have noticed the baristas writing the words race together on your cup. The concept was to bring the uh, the discussion of racial relations to the forefront, again, through Starbucks. But the idea drew sharp criticism, with many people believing that Starbucks was intruding into their personal space and using their business platform as a way to influence customer thinking. CEO Howard Schultz is not giving up on the concept. He wants to bring it back in a in another form. He is working on that right now. As we mentioned, Americus Reed, who is a professor of marketing here at uh, Wharton, joining us, as well as Ken Shropshire, who is a professor of legal studies and business ethics, as well as the faculty director of the Wharton Sports Business, business Initiative. And you hear him here every Tuesday at 4 p.m. as the host of the Sports Business Show. Two of my favorite people in Wharton to talk to. <laughs> Great to have you guys back. And, and, and I'll start it right, right at the outset. Uh, did Starbucks have the right to do this, Ken? Sure. I mean, it, you know, Schultz, the activist CEO, wants it to have an impact on society. Um, it's his company. I mean, yep. you know, shareholders and the like, but it, it, it's his company. Um, and it's an important issue. And, and you know, he, he steps in at a point where. For years, we've heard presidents and others talk about we need to have a conversation sure. about race. Yep. So, so your que- you know, you, 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 the question you ask is very different from the response I want to give. Sure, the yeah. response I want to give is about whether or not uh, it was it was the right approach, whether sure. or not he he took the right steps to do what he wanted to do. So I, I don't you know, but it's it's such a difficult issue. I have yeah. a hard time critiquing him for step stepping out in a way that so many people. Won't, and so many institutions won't. Okay, so then in the way he that Starbucks did it, by writing race together on the cup. Now, I saw an article in the Wall Street Journal that had a picture of one of the baristas at the stores and had a button of some kind that said race together on it. Mm-hmm. If, if it had just been the buttons and not physically writing on the cup. Is there any difference to that, or am, am, I, am I making too much of that right off the bat? Well, I think it's... Uh... I don't think there's much of a difference. I mean, okay. I think I agree with Schraub here that the execution is the problem. Okay. Um, you're talking about a very, very difficult discussion in the first place. Sure. Obviously, we can think about what's been going on in the news events as of late sure. and also for a long time. But uh, it's it's a very difficult challenge to, to start that conversation in a way that obviously came off as kind of gimmicky, quite honestly. So that, then how do you think they, they should have approached it? Well, you know what? I mean, it, it, it well, then then we would really be making the big bucks if you could figure that out. Sure, right? yeah. I mean, yeah. you think about the kinds of issues that are out there now, I mean, that no more campaign. I mean, the, the, yeah. the NFL yeah. got tied up in yeah. about domestic violence. Yeah. I mean, it, in a lot of ways, the same thing. It, it, the awareness moment certainly worked, but, you know, what is happening behind that? So it, it's in some ways, it, it's it's that same problem, and that's on so many of these issues, this is where you know only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> yes. uh, you know, you, you can take a little bit more action. Okay, I won't you know strike matches in the forest. Yeah. But in terms of you know how do you bring races together? That's that's not as simple as don't strike a match. I no. Mean, so this is this is 
I mean, so you know, you can figure out how to sell you know a fifty cent cup of coffee for five dollars. Right. But the idea of solving the race problem by having twenty uh, somethings that that you know may not even understand it. May not even understand sure, the yeah. issue. Right. Uh, step up and say, I'm, I, and, and you know, I don't know how many went so far as to really try to engage with their customers about race, which is, you know, on the one hand. It, it's a it's a great thing to think about doing, but on the other Absolutely. hand, if you don't know anything about the topic, you probably don't right. want to talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think you're equipping people for failure if you if you don't have any sense yeah. of you know what. Here's the problem: you you have to be careful if you're going to engage, and this is coming from kind of the marketing intuition. If you're going to engage in a word of mouth sort of campaign and get a conversation mm-hmm. going, you have to be pretty pretty aware of what that conversation is going to, sure. how it's going to flow, yeah. and how you're going to potentially be able to manage it. And I think that was a bit of an oversight here, quite honestly. Well, and the other part about it is is a lot of the quote-unquote backlash that they got came through social media. And, and I guess we shouldn't be surprised that a lot of it did happen that way because that's how most of us talk uh, in, in, in a lot of situations. We talk through social media. We don't as much make uh, pick up the phone and make the phone call to people. We'd rather text them and tweet them. So it, it really brings up the idea of if... If you want to have this conversation going forward, and, and he obviously does want to have, you know, be able to have these types of conversations, whether they be in his Starbucks or, you know, out in the public, however it, it happens, if you're going to market it pro- properly, do you not market it through social media and, and use that as the vehicle to really start the discussion? Well, sure. And, but, you know, I think um, as I'm thinking about this, too, there's, there's another layer of complexity to this is uh, if black people don't talk about race all the time we certainly think about it all the time sure and and white people are free not to think about it all the time yeah and and so the idea that i'm going to force this conversation to happen over african americans and 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 other racial minorities yeah. i hate that phrase but other racial minorities it's like well i'm already talking about it mm-hmm. and for as america sets forth for you know for many of the the people working in starbucks I mean, i'm sure they're you know diverse peoples there as well uh but some this is this is oh it's now my job i've got to talk about this thing i, I don't know anything about so so the you know and I, so I, I hate to go back to the execution of it but as I, as I reflect on how problematic it is and how difficult it is i i don't know how you would do this the right way but i but i do think again i, I can't give them enough credit for elevating this issue that, that yeah. you didn't have to have uh, you know, black man shot on the corner for the race issue to be something that sure. becomes important in a, in terms of um, in, in the atmosphere, in the ether of something that should be talked about in a way that many sectors of society think about all the time. The the, the thing that, you know, look, I, as a host of a radio show, we, we bring up a lot of different topics and a lot of different issues. But for me, sitting here as somebody that you know, I went to college, I've had an opportunity to, to work in a great field for the last 25 years, it bothers me to no end that we can't have these conversations. It's just unfathomable to me that we can't actually have a dialogue, it seems like, even now, in the year 2015. And that maybe is the most frustrating thing to me, sitting here as a white white man. You know, that, that you can't have this conversation. Those of you didn't know that Dan was a white well, man. Well, yeah, I mean, that radio kept having to see yeah, it. Right. It's true. <laughs> but, 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 but it is. It, it, it's, it's, it's frustrating. And I, I, I sit here, you know, still trying to figure out what needs to happen for us to kind of break that barrier. Yeah, I think it, I think what, it goes back to your point that was made earlier. I mean, if, if, it, if this were me thinking about starting this – 
then I would I would consider rather than just roll this out, I would say let me just test this first. Yep. In other words, let me try a couple of little under the radar markets and see what happens when I try to get this conversation going. Yeah. And then I think, you know, that kind of that kind of insight would have probably given very quick feedback uh, to the higher ups that would have said, okay, maybe we need to pivot a little bit. Maybe we, mm-hmm. this is not the kind of thing that we should do at the national scale quite yet, and figure out how to refine that that messaging approach uh, as they move forward. But the interesting thing, I, I I guess, just to react to that is then if you test it in certain markets, you you would you would think most likely tested in markets where you think that 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 discussion can move forward a little bit easier would you not that's interesting i mean i think i I think the the overall goal would certainly be to 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 see just to get a temperature of like what's going to happen have do i have any sense of what this conversation is going to be like i think that clearly that certain markets perhaps that conversation would go in a different direction depending upon who's having it uh, you know, to Ken's earlier point, but I think it's just—I mean, marketing—we we preach this just all the time and say, "Listen, test, test, test." Sure. Before you do the big thing, try to figure out what the consumer reaction is going to be before you launch down that road. And, and I haven't looked into it, but I'm curious too as we, as we think about this. What happened at the you know Magic Johnson, Starbucks, in South Central LA, yeah. where it's predominantly black clientele, or in Harlem, or, or wherever else? I mean, so, so a lot of different testing needed to take place. That, that's going to be a whole different kind of conversation than, than you got on the one here in you know, University City. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's true. A, that's yeah, a fair point. Around college campuses or elite locations, yeah. Beverly Hills. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of lot of work that yeah. you could have done before that's, that's you, you went out right. there. And, and we don't know exactly what they did in advance. Because that's, fair. The, that's di- fair. the dynamics of, you know, as you said, you know, Magic Johnson's in, 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 in Los Angeles compared to the ones here or the one in Boston or, or you know, there's so many different pieces. You're going to get so many different reactions from, from every city. That's why I brought up, yeah. you know, the testing in, in like one or two specific cities. Can you get a real gauge of what it would be as a whole? Mm-hmm. Because the dynamics at each one are going to be so different. Yeah, I think that's a fair statement. But I, I think it also then begs the question. Or at least makes the question saying like, what's the purpose? Like, what is your end goal yeah. that you're trying to achieve? Is the end goal well? I would like to just start a conversation. Is that the goal, yeah. or are you saying that we're trying to move some sort of set of relationships culturally forward? Yeah. I mean, what is the what are you really trying to do here? And I think that ties into this notion of testing and really having a, a good sense of in, in terms of a marketing yeah. sort of approach. Exactly having a um, a finger on what you're doing. We'd like to hear your opinions. Give us a call right now. Eight four four. Wharton, 844-942-7866 is the number to give us a call. Jump in. We're talking with uh, Americus Reed and Ken Shropshire. I'm Dan Loney here uh, on Knowledge of Wharton on Sirius XM 111, business radio powered by the Wharton School. So uh, we we talked a little bit of, uh, ago about maybe the mistakes that maybe were made. Uh, where Where does this conversation then go with Starbucks now? I mean, with the fact that they wanted to do this, Race Together uh, campaign, and it obviously drew a lot of attention from social media. Should they have just kind of gone through the initial uh, reaction and continued it on, or now that now that they have kind of pulled back, what do they do next? Well, that's kind of like America was saying. Where was it supposed to be headed in the first place? Yeah. So if it was to inspire conversation, 
um, and success. It has. I mean, yes. here we are using your valuable airtime <laughs> to to give Starbucks more advertising, it's, which is not what they intended to do. They, it, they wanted to talk about race. It's but. only valuable because oh, wow. you two are here. <laughs> wow. It's valuable because I have America St. Ken here. That's why. But you know, so you know what you what you you might want to see is for other institutions to be inspired to have these kinds of conversations. Sure. This, this whole, again, I brought this up earlier, this whole uh, dream of this national conversation about race. I mean, it's been brought up so many different times. Sure. We have, you know, our, our attorney general telling us, telling us we're all cowards, we can't talk about race. Yeah. So so it's, it's you know, the importance of the moment is is to try to drive, you know, this this radio station, and, and even serious overall, other than this specific urban channels how often is race really seriously discussed if it's if it's not a, a news story yeah so even here at you know the university of pennsylvania the wharton school i mean it certainly doesn't happen enough at, at this place and this is this is a place of, of higher learning mm-hmm. so you know what what next steps it, it may be to more strategically as as america america suggest uh put in place steps to continue the conversation but maybe you think about it. it's not the, the you know the twenty two year old uh, do- doper that well, should be leading yeah. the conversation. Right. And, 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 and you, you bring up a great, you bring up a great point, and, and you brought it up before is the fact that how much can you expect of a barista who might be twenty years of age, nineteen years of age, twenty one years of age, that may or may not have had yeah. any relations yeah. in, in understanding this in their short term on life. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of people that maybe should be involved in this discussion are the people who are 30, 40, 50 years old who have, and that includes most of us in this room right now, mm-hmm. that, you know, that we've been around. I need one more decade. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, 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 I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to go there. There you but, go. But, 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 it, but, but, you know, we have, we have lived longer. We have seen more. Right. And, and, and in a lot of respects, it's not fair mm-hmm. to put that on a 20, 21, 22-year-old person. Yeah. I think it's uh, that's a great point, Dan. I think the other sort of issue here is that when I think about these kinds of uh, activism uh, approaches and initiatives and, and things like that, there's a key word that comes up often with these things, and that's authenticity. Sure. And yeah. the idea yeah. here is that... Yeah. One of the things that would have been, one of the things you want to do is you want to sort of create a credible track record that you are involved in these issues over time. Sure. Uh, and that sort of paves the way for you to, to, to at least begin to start to have that conversation mm-hmm. when you open up that door. So then at least for, from using that word as, as kind of the, the jumping off point, whether or not there was success here in this particular case with Starbucks, maybe this starts that level of authenticity that you would maybe will expect from Starbucks and Howard Schultz as as a person going forward, you know, as he continues to try and bring this to the forefront. Yeah, I think what's interesting here, though, I mean, but it could, it could, it could have been different, right? Because I think in the, the memo from Schultz, he also talked about some other things that they were doing. So, for example, this yeah. idea of the plan to hire... Uh, I think 10,000, 10, yep. quote unquote, opportunity youth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's a different yeah. discussion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to, to bring in, not, to bring exactly, in these... <laughs> not exactly handled well. There you go. It's all marketing. Um, yeah. You know, over the next three years and, and starting to do things that give you this track record, that give you sort of the license to be able to say that, listen, well, you know, this is a conversation that I'm. I will throw in another quote, which was in, in an article that I saw, and it was from a spokesperson from Starbucks, 
Let me read this to you. Our mission is to inspire and nurture the human spirit. One person, one cup. That's the word that drives me nuts. One cup and one neighborhood at a time. Okay, here you're trying to deliver a message to try and move forward something, yet you you make sure, and, and whether this was her intent or not, you slip in the cup part to basically you know get that business angle in there, and, and that's the thing from that particular quote that, that I was like, yeah, why yeah. would you why would you do that? Yeah, that's that's like the old uh, you go to somebody's house and they're gonna tell you how to get rich, and all of a sudden they tell you you got to sell uh, Amway or something. <laughs> you know, you kind of exactly. you you're doing yeah. pretty good so far. And then yeah, you tell yeah. me I got to sell you know, soap or something. So, so, so get, get you in at the bottom of that pyramid <laughs> scheme right there. But you, you know what? I mean, America says authenticity. The, the other piece of it is, and this may be where they're going, the, the, the sustained effort, sustainability. Yeah. yeah. That, that you, and you, so you can stumble a lot if you're going to be at it for the long haul. Yeah. So that, mm-hmm. that's the piece I'm really watching to see. Are you, are you going to stay with this as you suggest? I mean, you, sure. you pulled away pretty quickly on, on round one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's see what goes on. And, and Starbucks is the kind of enterprise that, that could really have an impact in the long run. I don't know who's advising them on on how to do this or, or uh, you know that that that's an important piece too. 844-942-7866 is the number to give us a call. Tom is in Charlotte, North Carolina, joins Knowledge Warden. Tom, welcome to the show. Good morning. You calling from Starbucks, Tom? <laughs> no, I'm not calling from Starbucks. Uh, no, it uh I, I found the discussion fascinating in that I'm coming at it from a slightly different angle in that a number of years ago, I attended a class on white privilege, and it was sponsored by a local ecumenical church group, and it was an all-white group where we were challenged to identify when we first realized we were white, and there was a difference between whites and blacks. What was your first experience with someone of a different race, how old were you? What was that experience like? And through the one of the papers that we read, which I still find fascinating and I share with people, was a paper that was written about 20 years ago called Unpacking the Knapsack of White Privilege. And what it led to was some interactions uh, in that I work in a lily-white financial industry, and have very few contacts in that industry with people of color, but one of the people who called on us, uh, uh, an African-American guy, came to the office one day while I was having the class, and I barely knew him. We were nodding acquaintances, and he asked if he could come to the office to talk about his product, and I said, I don't want to talk about the product, but I'd love to talk to you. And he sat down and my first question to him was, or statement to him was, I can't imagine what it's like every day to be walking into these lily white investment firms and see nobody that looks like you. And he said, well, nobody's ever said that to me. Hmm. And an hour and a half later, we decided that this was a conversation we needed to continue. And now we're not only best friends, our families are best friends. Um, But it all started with me dealing with my own concept of where I have prejudice, 
where I'll probably always have prejudice, mm. but at least understanding it and knowing and admitting it and being able to be open with him. And we don't agree on everything, obviously. We see things through different prisms, but we can be very candid with each other, hug each other at the end of the conversation, and know that there is great affection there. Marcus? Yeah, I think that's very... See, this is, this is great because uh, Tom's example is an example of the kind of... The, the deeper sort of conversation that can come out when yeah. the context is right. Yeah. And that context, quite honestly, is just not going to be in the morning rush when someone's handing you a cup of coffee that says, sure. <laughs> yeah. "Yeah, let's let's race together." Uh, but this is this is the this the content of this discussion. I think is is what perhaps Schultz envisioned when he thought about, okay, what is this what is this discussion going to be like? Yeah, yeah. Because once you get it, once you get people thinking about it, I think just thinking about it is probably as big a step. As in some respects, talking about it, am I am I right on that? No, you're right. I mean, Tom, and it's interesting listening to Tom because you know, think of the the flip side of this here at the Wharton School. If we have a faculty meeting, if uh, America Sarai don't show up, and you know, we have a couple of other African Americans, then there's not a person of color in the room. Sure, we mm-hmm. we probably know over the years when it's been one or the other of us that hasn't been there, and we're in the room by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's something that you know. Shame on us for that being something that 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 is in our mindset awareness. Yeah, but that's part of the race issue that sits with us every day. How do you get others to think about it? You know, constantly in a in a positive way. I guess positive guess way. the way to think about yeah. it. Where you know we we strive not to to make it the issue the yeah. issue of the day. Exactly. We, we strive to right. the, the great marketing professor, whatever level <laughs> of professor I am, uh, and and then at least in the professional sense, That's all this other issue shouldn't come in into play. Yeah. And, and we have to, yeah. we have to have this this awareness of of you know it's this two world exactly. kind of thing that, yeah. that you know Tom and others. I uh, have to have a special session to learn about. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. By the way, it, does he owe you twenty dollars for that? The the great marketing. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes, he does. <laughs> Tom, 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 thanks very much for the call. Greatly appreciate Americasread. it. AmericasRead.com. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm making that. I'm signing the check right now. That's S H R O P eight four four Wharton eight four four nine four two seven eight six six. We've got a few more minutes with Americas Reed and Ken Shropshire. When, when when Tom was going through that story. And he mentioned about uh, uh, meeting with the gentleman. I guess it, it happened in the office, uh, and he he had approached the gentleman and started to talk to him. And the one thing that came back to me was that word authenticity, mm-hmm. because uh, of uh, a gentleman going into that situation and, and there being no other African American people in that office. You know, is the reaction first that that question of authenticity from somebody asking you that in the first place you know do you have that that authenticity that you 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 go into it with maybe a little reservation to begin with and then you feel more comfortable after that. Is, is that, I mean. Yeah, you got to hope I'm having a good day if you walk up to me and say, hey, you're, you're the first black guy. Well, yeah. I want to talk, talk to you about blackness. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm, yeah. You know, it's not going to work every no, day. Exactly. But I, I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it, you know, it, 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 yeah. you, you hear something like that and you're like, yeah. really? You know, those, th- that's how you approach it? Yeah. yeah, but 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 the idea of if it's a, a sustained effort and we keep trying and we mm-hmm. go at it and you mm-hmm. you find somebody that's not as angry as me, maybe you can engage in the conversation. <laughs> well, or one, if I had a good day, one I mean, of the, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Well, one of, one of the things apparently Starbucks wanted wanted to do was to be able to have these conversations open within their locations. So that brings up Ooh. an yeah. exactly that was my first thought is that you know is that the right form to do that or again is it you know getting people to think about it first and then be able to advance it from there. Yeah, the challenge here is that you know when you look at the research, consumers already believe that you're up to something. So yeah. <laughs> you know you're you're already and, there, and there's a reason and why. there's a reason why. So you're already starting at a deficit. They don't believe your messages. They think there's an, an ulterior motive. Sure. So you're going to have to work very hard to get around that yeah. that problem. And so here you're going to have to have a credible track record to Ken's point about sustainability yeah. efforts that go into this. Yeah. And you know that pay that gives you a bank account to work with that allows you for these little mistakes, these little hiccups in the road, if you will. You know, to continue trying to move this conversation forward. Yeah, I'm thinking if Starbucks will buy us a couple of those seven thousand dollar bikes, maybe do a little work for them. It's just the tires, by the way. It's it's just the tires. Wow. We got to find the bike first. I know, right? Uh, So then, where do you think then Starbucks needs to take this? I mean, it's it it maybe we're throwing you know darts at a dartboard blindfolded here, but but where do they where do they go from here? Don't don't let it die. I mean, I, yeah. I, I think it's a it's a you know now you've got our attention. You yeah, know? So I think it's a, a tremendous opportunity, and it, it's you you know it is something to you know this whole idea of, of apologies and what what's, what are the right steps to take. I mean, they, yeah. they didn't really have to apologize, but what do you do? What do you do after you 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 talk about the misstep? What yeah. what direction do you go in? How much work do you do? Even if he stepped back and said, "Hey, we're going to retool and rethink this thing, but we're not not going to give up." Yeah. Um, that yeah. that would be powerful. I, 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 I almost think if you were to have an apology at this point, it it, it takes it worse. I mean, I mean, oh, yeah, I don't think yeah, you, yeah. I don't think you have to apologize for for trying to bring this up. Right. I think it's uh, as you said before. I, I give Howard Schultz credit and Starbucks credit for actually bringing this up. That's right. I think it, I think it's a great great statement. Yeah. Whether or not it's effective or not, you know that that, that we'll wait and see. Yeah, and I I agree. I think it's intention versus execution here. Um, but I think that from a marketing perspective, it's it's always going to be a challenge because consumers are skeptical, and they're always yeah. going to be thinking there's an ulterior motive here. You're trying to sell me more coffee. You're trying to you know create a halo around the brand, whatever. Yeah. And so if you can get past that through some of the things that we've been talking about and setting up that sustainable, credible track record with authenticity, I think you have a chance. But I think pulling back now and, and apologizing is a huge error. Um, but to say, hey, you know, let's retool this thing. Let's pivot a little bit. Let's keep, keep this thing going because it's important enough to keep striving for is the smart signal to try to send. Ha- having a PR person say, we try to nurture the human spirit, one person, one cup. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that just rubs you the wrong way, doesn't it, Dan? Oh, You're like, it's I, the cup like, thing, man. Well, you, you, you had know, me until cup. You know, and, and maybe, maybe part of it for me is, you know, with my background working in baseball and I worked in PR in baseball, is that I was always conscious of, you know, you you want to be able to put out the company line in the best way, best form possible. And you think about just that statement alone. It's like, no, that's that's not how you do this. You're you don't try and initiate something on a social level and try and stick the business angle yeah. on the on the underside. That's yeah. just not how you do it. It's wrong. I mean, it's the you you need a you need a con- here's what he wants. He wants a conversation, not a tagline. Yeah, okay. and so yeah. this whole idea like race together, and then and then everyone looks at it and suddenly says, "Okay, are we done here now, Starbucks? Okay, now yeah. can we race apart again like we were doing?" Yeah, um, you know. So I mean, this is you know, it has to come from a from a, a organic kind of sense of authentic credibility. Well, and, and then that, I guess that brings up something you, you said with with the sustainability efforts that a lot of companies are trying to push forward. 
will this kind of in some respects all come together? You know, will this kind of be a piece to the puzzle just going forward as if we're caring about the planet and we're caring about each other's caring of the planet, then, you know, is it is it a part of the cycle? You think so? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think it, it's 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 an important piece. I mean, I, I always think about this in terms of, of the level of, you know, the environmental law and the space that I'm in and, and, the, and the attention that, you know, save the planet gets and how little attention in some ways save the people yeah. gets in, mm-hmm. in, the, in that sense. I mean, I, you know, I understand what what sustainability is all about, but, but the idea that this is an important issue and we and we need to we need to find ways to move forward mm-hmm. so again great applause mm-hmm. for the step that was taken and let's see if we can do it better for more business news and analysis from knowledge at wharton please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu